Welcome to the Cowboy Chronicles, the Oklahomans, Oklahoma State football podcast, which is brought to you by Zaxby's. Satisfy your craving for hand-breaded chicken and fresh-made salads. Stop by your neighborhood Zaxby's today or order online at zaxby's.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for joining us here on the Cowboy Chronicles. I am Scott Wright, joined by Jacob Unruh. Once again, we've got our mailbag segment coming up. We appreciate everybody that, uh, that chipped in for that. We'll talk a little bit about uh, the off week, a little bit about Kansas, maybe uh, discuss some some freshmen who could uh, who could work their way into mm-hmm. the lineup over the next uh, few weeks, maybe, and uh, and some redshirt stuff. A lot, uh, a lot on the table. If you did not catch our last podcast with Greg Gold, I highly recommend it. He was fantastic. Gave you a lot of uh, a lot of very interesting details about uh, about helmet decals and what goes into uh, into making them. He obviously created the uh, the the helmet logo for the homecoming throwback helmets. Uh, also, a fantastic story about him and Les Miles that you must hear. So, highly recommend you go check. I learned that one a out. lot that podcast. Oh, absolutely. In a, in a, vari- a wide variety yes, of ways. A wide variety. It was great. Yeah, he was he was spectacular. Um, so some really good stuff there. Go sure. Uh, go make sure you're uh, subscribed and you're getting all of these delivered right to your uh, device of choice. We appreciate it. Feel free to rate us, review us, all those things. We uh, we appreciate those things as well. But uh, but Jacob, as we uh, sit here, you know, I gotta imagine this is a it's a rough time for a for a college football player. The day before a Saturday, and you're yeah. not playing. Yeah, what do you do? That's that's. I don't know. They go that's home, rough. right? Uh, I don't know if they can right now. It depends. Probably depends on their uh, on their class schedules and, and all that sort of stuff. That's true. Because I think the other by um, or oh, the off week, I did it again. Oh, the other the other open on. week uh, coincided with uh, with fall break. At oh, that's right. I think. I think. It was pretty close because they yeah. they got to they got to go spend a lot of guys got to go home. Yeah, I don't know that they get to go home. They they uh, they practiced Thursday this week. They had a different practice schedule. Uh, you know, the, the previous open week they were done by Tuesday. So maybe it's one of those things where if you get all your schoolwork done, you can have the weekend. But um, but they practiced Thursday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday this week. So I don't know that uh, that's true. That that many of them could can make the trip home maybe so. you'll see someone on some oklahoma football sidelines tonight or something that could be a, that a could possibility be some, some high school football sidelines yeah going back to uh going back to hometowns mm-hmm. and or and running over to stillwater you got dell city stillwater right. tonight yeah exactly maybe Go they run over there check out some of those games so um you know who's not going home tom hutton no not running not running home I don't for the think weekend that works no it doesn't doesn't work out too what good if he went him. home on the other one no, I don't think so. Probably not. I think I think yeah. home is is his dorm where his That's wife true. is. That's yeah. so, um, Fortunately, they stopped those those bed checks though for uh, for him and his wife. That <laughs> That's was, good. That was considerate. Uh, anyway, <laughs> realize uh, we don't have to worry about that. Yeah, let's. exactly. Uh, let's get into uh, let's get into some of this because my um, gunny did talk. He didn't name names. No. as far as. True freshmen who could uh, who could get into some uh, some action, but there are some definite possibilities because they have nine guys who played in the McNeese State game as true freshmen and have not played since. So that leaves uh, that leaves three games available for those guys. We don't know if there's maybe somebody else on the roster who has developed since that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we saw last year 
where they would they, they would mix some guys in. Kanayan Williams uh, was a guy early in the season. Uh, Jason Taylor was a guy later in the season. Gabe Lemons as well. And those are guys that are uh, contributing a lot on special teams. Uh, we've seen Jason Taylor in at, uh, as a backup safety a couple of times this season. Uh, so these are guys that they have some expectations for. Um, any uh, any gut feelings on on guys that could uh, that could mix in somewhere? You know, maybe Langston Anderson with Tyon yeah. Wallace out. Maybe is a guy that gets a little bit more of a look at times. I don't know about this coming week against Kansas because right. he's already played in a game. Yeah, so it might be more of a West Virginia OU bowl game kind yeah. of thing. Um, but he's kind of one. Demarco Jones from the Booker T product mm-hmm. is another one. A defensive back. He got an early look there against McNeese and. Mm-hmm. Um, those are two that maybe jumped in my head and initially, yeah. That you might see, yeah. I think that uh, that those guys could uh, could get in the mix. You know, DB was the uh, the position of of choice last mm-hmm. year for special teams help. So a guy like Demarco Jones or Xavier Player, mm-hmm. I think, could have a have a chance to contribute there. Maybe maybe some of the other guys that didn't play early in the season could uh, could jump in. A um, kind of random one, a defensive lineman, Israel Isman Hundley, mm-hmm. uh, was a guy who played on uh, on kickoff return or on uh, kick coverage, and uh, and I just remember Gundy was very impressed with uh, with what he looked like running down the field. This kind of the uh, mm-hmm. we, back in the day we call him the wedge breaker, right? The guy in the middle of the field, but uh, they don't uh, you can't, <laughs> can't have do a wedge anymore. anymore. So there's no no wedge to break, but um, he could be somebody that uh, that gets in at uh, you know. 6'5", 240, and, and can run. He's got really long strides. And uh, maybe he's somebody who mixes in in uh, a position like that, maybe some of the linebackers. So. What about Cody Walter, Walterscheid? That would be an interesting one as well. He's mm-hmm. a uh, he's a, a little bit of a uh, of a speed guy as well, but a little bit bigger. You know, he's up around. Well, he was around two hundred and sixty pounds when he arrived. I don't know what he's at by mm-hmm. this point in the season. So he could be somebody that, uh, that that mixes in 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 some respect. Another long body that you could uh, could do some things with. But uh, you you brought up Langston Anderson. He's the one that I I think out of all of these guys that we've talked about has the best chance of actually playing non-special teams. Yes. Because we, we've seen them doing different things to get guys involved in in that receiver spot without Tylen Wallace. Um, Tyrell Alexander played. Elsie Greenwood played. And, uh, you know, Braden Johnson played, played more than he had been. Dylan Stoner obviously is the main guy in that position. But they're having when they want to go four wide, especially they're having to get another guy in there, and and they did some uh, some different things to to rotate guys in, so that's that's where you wonder if Langston Anderson could become a, an impact guy and uh, at least uh, you know a few snaps here or there. Um, but there's still some other guys that aren't red shirts who I kind of thought might get a little more action, maybe like C.J. Moore. Yeah. I CJ it really surprised me CJ Moore hasn't been on the field much. He had yeah. a really good start to the year um and then just hasn't played much since and um I don't remember the exact wording Gundy used on him the other night but someone asked about him and said he he said he's improved yeah. um a he's lot but it's along. just I, I he didn't really explain why he hasn't gotten on the right. field though. Yeah. Um so maybe we'll see him more too even though he's not going to redshirt. Yeah. Absolutely. So we'll see uh we'll see how that goes um i'll tell you what let's take a quick break we will uh we'll come back and uh and break a few other things down then jump into that mailbag segment so uh stick with us here on the cowboy chronicles presented by zaxby's
We are back on the Cowboy Chronicles, presented by Zaxby's. I'm your host, Scott Wright, joined by Jacob Unruh. Jacob, after the TCU game, you wrote about the uh, the attitude, the emotion mm-hmm. that the defense was showing. It seemed like a concerted effort to try to get guys fired up and, and feeling confident and try to get things to uh, to sort of snowball a little bit when when things were going well and it uh, at least right now feels like it's working um, yeah uh, now Malcolm Rodriguez was my was the favorite uh, anecdote out of that uh, yes. go, going back to his uh, his touchdown at Iowa yeah, State because literally it gets his touchdown at Iowa State you would have thought that he didn't score a touch you would have thought he didn't do anything <laughs> yeah I mean he just kind of he had the ball he I think maybe threw up a yeah, a, did a little a, pistol, a, firing, pistol thing, like but it was, you didn't even notice it, and then he just went to the sideline and mm-hmm. went about his day. Yeah, um, apparently his teammates gave him a really hard time about it for the next week. <laughs> apparently they were relentless. So he said yeah. they gave me so much hard, such a hard time about it that when he got a sack the other night, uh, he came out waving his arm. He was riding. He was riding a pony or something. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't I'm not know exactly what he was sure doing. what that one was. Um, and that's the most emotion I think I've ever seen from Malcolm. Oh, absolutely. And, and, you know, you and I have covered him in high school. Everything. And yeah. It's like that's the most emotion. And that was that's when I knew like okay, this is different. Yeah. I started to get a hint when Israel Antwine, who mm-hmm. you and I have both covered in high school too, he doesn't have any kind of emotion on the field. Mm-hmm. He came out and the way he was celebrating sacks mm-hmm. and stuff, it was like, wait a second, what's going on here? You know. uh, I got uh, I, I got some uh, inside info on that one. Okay, that's uh, that was uh, he's a, he's a big fan of the Incredible Hulk, and oh, that's what he was. So that's he was what he was doing. He was, yes, exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then then the one that he, there was one he had his back to us. We couldn't see it very well. Yeah. And he did the he did the Hulk smash to the ground. It did was, he really? Yeah, I missed that one. Yeah, exactly. So that's amazing. That's uh, that's good stuff, and that I can see from from Izzy because uh, I can I can see him being a guy that gets into some uh some stuff like the incredible hulk is he so. kind of an incredible hulk in life in life too like he's a little real bit. It's mild very, mannered yeah, real exactly. nice and then yeah. all of a sudden he just explodes like yes that? exactly okay. that makes sense yeah i, I like think, it i think that uh, i think that fits a little bit yeah that's great it is it's good that's stuff fantastic good job on that i like that yeah and then then you had tyler lacy hit a hit a home run yes, after a exactly. sack for his first career sack yeah and uh you know, and and you start talking to these guys afterwards, and you realize they feel really good about themselves yeah. right now. Um, that's where this comes from. They're playing well. They've had two games in a row where they've been really strong. They've got a, multiple turnovers, mm-hmm. um, which is something that they struggle with in the past. And you start to realize their confidence is starting to to kind of build. Uh, Jim Knowles, I think, has his confidence up too mm-hmm. as a play caller right now. Yeah. He's got everything dialed, going really well. Mm-hmm. Um, he likes seeing the swagger. Mike Gundy really likes seeing the swagger. Um, Spencer Sanders said he likes seeing the swagger. Everyone likes seeing that swagger from the defense. It's yeah. something you haven't seen around Stillwater in a long time. No, and the the biggest key the last two games has been that they're finding quarterback pressure and they're tight in coverage. Mm-hmm. And when you're doing those two things well, and and you know the tackling has been solid and you know been good against the run as well too. But but more than anything. Getting quarterback pressure and being on guys is is gonna is is the key to everything in the in the Big Twelve and it's uh, it's it paid off huge in in terms of turnovers, pass breakups, sacks, all of it um, is uh, is going in a really positive direction right now, and so you can uh, you can see the 
confidence building in these guys and the, the direction that they're going, that they're very excited about about what they're becoming right now. The, you, the past breakups remind me of Colby Harvell Peel. The way mm-hmm. he's playing right now, too, oh is incredible. Yeah. And he talked to me about Izzy, Israel Antoine's mm-hmm. celebrations, and he said he had no idea that he had that in him. Yeah. Um, and he said he turned up. And I was like, <laughs> wow, all right. Um, and it makes me think, like, I really wish we could talk to Israel right now. Right. Because apparently he's got so much personality that no one's really tapped into yeah. for stories and stuff because he's doing Barack Obama impressions right. at the beginning of the year. Now he's the Incredible Hulk. Yeah. Like, what's next? Yes. <laughs> I, I just want to hear I just want to hear the Obama impression. Yes. Because apparently it is phenomenal based on all the reports that we got. Yes. I, I, I got to hear it. I want to know more. I want to know about his Incredible Hulk love because I'm a nerd too and like mm-hmm. Marvel movies and all that. So right. uh, I kind of want, you know, just give us Israel. Yeah. Absolutely. Can't wait. That'll be good stuff. Um, but, uh, but yeah, the defensive performance right now is, uh, is, is peaking and they need to, uh, they need to ride this wave as long as they can because they've got two really good weeks, uh, where they can, uh, they can go out and, and really mm-hmm. increase their confidence heading into Bedlam. So that's going to be good. So somebody else who could, uh, I don't know that he needs any more confidence, but he could build on his numbers is Chuba Hubbard because they're going yeah. against uh, a couple of defenses that, uh, that, that you can run the ball on, particularly Kansas. This guy, uh, I, my, uh, my favorite thing from our visit with Gundy on Tuesday was uh, somebody asked him to make his case for, for Chuba Hubbard. And he said, oh, I don't, I don't need to. His, his performance yeah. speaks for itself. And then he talked for almost two minutes. Yeah, and then, and then afterwards he said, well, maybe I did just campaign for him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is perfectly fair, yeah. perfectly acceptable yeah. because um, I, I, I don't know if Chuba Hubbard will get the New York invite but I think he deserves it, and if yes. he if he keeps this pace up, particularly if he goes and and has a couple of special looking plays against Oklahoma on the big stage when when there's a lot more people mm-hmm. watching, that'll help. Uh, but I I really feel like this guy deserves to be a, a top four guy in the in the Heisman race, and we'll see we'll see what happens. Obviously, they're a, a three loss team at this point, and that mm-hmm. and that hurts, but. It's not his fault, no, by any means. It's not. He's he is two hundred and eighty five yards away from having the number two rushing season in Oklahoma State history. Nobody's catching number one. Nobody yeah. anywhere in the country ever is catching number one. No. So this is a, a magnificent season that he is putting together. It's it's incredible. Um, I, I we haven't talked about this before this, but. I wonder if the Ohio State news out of Chase Young today right. changes anything because he yeah. was getting that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, he was, we obviously don't know how long he's going to be out. Right. If, yeah. if listeners don't know, you know he's 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 uh, suspended by the NCAA uh, for this weekend's game uh, because of taking a loan from what he says was a family friend before he got to Ohio State. He paid mm-hmm. it back. He said too. So they're kind of sorting through that. We don't know if he can miss a game. He can miss the right. rest of the season. We have no idea. Yeah. Um, but that might hurt his Heisman chances. He was getting that conversation. Yeah. And maybe that opens the door mm-hmm. for Chuba uh, to finally get a little bit more consideration. Yeah. Because Young had really moved to the top of the non-quarterback list yeah. in mm-hmm. in a lot of people's eyes. And so yeah. So that could uh, that could definitely be impactful if nothing else. Um, just the uh, just the the stain of the whole idea could mm-hmm. sway some voters because I mean let's be honest there are a ton of Heisman voters 
and not of all of them are incredibly well informed. Yes, I think that's a fair, that's fair, fair statement. I think it's fair. Um, so, and they might hold some silly ideals about right. Yeah, some of how they're going to vote. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, you never know how that's going to go. I, th- I I stand by the statement that I think Chuba deserves yes, to at least be in uh, in that mix and in New York. I, I don't. I'm not. I'm not convinced you know, he's going to win it. No, I, I'm, I'm not not going to act like that's going to happen. But um, he deserves he deserves to be there. Um, you know, full disclosure, uh, which is an ironic statement once you hear the reasoning. But uh, the Oklahoman does not vote in the Heisman mm-hmm. anymore. The reason was full disclosure. Yeah. We we wanted to publish our yeah, our votes, and we and votes. we did publish. I voted in 2008. And and uh, that was the only time I ever got to vote. It was it was really cool because mm-hmm. it was something that I had paid attention to since I was right. a little kid. Yeah. Uh, but we published our our votes, and uh, uh, the Heisman committee started getting mad at people who were publishing their votes. They wanted it all to be secret, and we didn't like that. And so we pulled out, and we stopped we stopped voting, gave up all our uh, all our ballots. So, um, you know, if I had one, Troop Harbor would be, would be on mine. Yeah, I just I have a hard time thinking. I know I know it's a quarterback world right now mm-hmm. and i know you've got you put weight in wins and losses but has there been a more impactful player than right. chuba to any right. team in the country yeah i think alabama still wins you know i think clemson still wins i think lsu still wins they may not as much maybe lsu yeah. might be the other that's probably the best the best one you can make is joe um, burrow but chuba has had such an impact in oklahoma state i don't it's kind of scary to think, if you're, especially if you're an OSU fan, where would they be without Chuba this season? Because mm-hmm. the offense hasn't been the normal offense you see at OSU, but Chuba has made up for a lot of that with his abilities. Yeah, absolutely. All right, we'll step away from that. Actually, one one more thing before we uh, get to the real mailbag. Check that. Because the check that there is one, uh, one there was one mailbag question that came in via uh, via DM that uh, I wanted to throw out there before we get to the, uh, the the football only mailbag segment. Little Giants, the movie is okay. uh, recently uh, hit its twenty fifth anniversary. Oh, wow. I'm old, which is ridiculous yeah. to think. Yeah, um, but. Question was, what's your top football movie? I I, I should have prepared you for this, Jacob. Yeah, I, I didn't get I, a chance to think about this, yeah, man. Yeah, I, I didn't get it. I didn't didn't throw it. Uh, we can we can no, we can uh, you can have the break to think about yeah, it if give you me the want, break. and we'll come back. Give me the break. Um, I'll I'll say this. I came up with the top five, and I love Little Giants. I came up with the top five, and Little Giants didn't make it. Wow, that's that's what's wow. all I'm saying. Okay, now it, it might be a little bit skewed because it came out just not too long after the Sandlot. And the Sandlot was such a phenomenal That's kids true. movie yeah. that it just wasn't going to live up to that. As the, it wasn't going to be the football version of the Sandlot. Yeah. See, so, and my problem was a little bit there. my problem was was I've always been more of a baseball guy. That's mm-hmm. always been my love was baseball. Right. And yeah. so when I was a kid, I watched Sandlot hundreds more times than Little Giants. Right. Yeah, I mean I watched Little Giants a bunch too. But yeah, Sandlot was the go to. I, I also made a uh, top five uh, Rick Moranis movies from uh, from my childhood, and, and uh, I think Little Giants probably popped in at number five okay. on that list. Okay. All right, but let's take a break. We'll come back and uh, get into the mailbag segment and uh, get into all the all the football talk that uh, you guys are curious about. Coming right back on the Cowboy Chronicles, presented by Zaxby's.
We are back on the Cowboy Chronicles, presented by Zaxby's. I'm your host, Scott Wright, joined by Jacob Unruh. Before we get into the mailbag, we got to answer the question that was left hanging. Favorite football movie, Jacob? Remember the Titans. Strong, that was my, that was my gut initially, yep. but I wanted to... Between in the break here, I googled football movies just to get a list pulled up to make sure I wasn't mm-hmm. for overlooking something that I hadn't watched in a long time. But remember, the Titans um, was a movie that came out. Oh gosh, was I in middle school, early high school? I can't remember what year that Probably came so. out. Probably so. That was that was a late nineties movie. Let's see, it was a uh, two thousand. So I was just starting high school, essentially late middle school, yep. high starting high school. Um, granted, we watched it a ton in school when teachers didn't want to want to do anything. They popped in Remember the Titans. Uh-huh. Um, it was great. And and I have a little special meeting with that, too. Uh, when I worked at the Lawton Constitution, I got to interview Coach Boone. He oh, came, he came wow. to Lawton. That's like, cool. The real Coach Boone came to Lawton for some stuff, and I got to sit down with him for like half an hour. Oh, good One-on-one. Um, very nice man. Very fascinating. Um, so that one kind of sticks with me. Um, I think a close second to me is Brian's song. Solid. Uh, radio is right there mm-hmm. in my top five. Um, I, Little Giants isn't making this top five. No, um, it's, it's tough. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. But. Um, I'm looking through this list here. You know, and then Friday Night Lights is in there, mm-hmm. though I like the TV show more than the movie. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Right. I do. Um, and The Water Boy came on the other day. That's a, that's, and a, that's a fun one. I love that's that movie. And, and any given Sunday could probably pop in there a little bit mm-hmm. for me, too. I like that movie a lot, Varsity too. Blues was one I had a, I had a yeah. tough time with. I, I actually liked it better than as far as a, 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 a you know, high school football movie about yeah. crazy people in Texas. Uh, liked it better than Friday Night Lights. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, you can't beat the TV show Friday Night Lights. No, that's, uh, that's hard to beat. Uh, for the record, Rudy, my favorite football movie. Rudy, okay, yeah. All right, jumping into a question time. Justin, the always reliable Justin. First of all, I appreciate him uh, recognizing my letter rip reference with Les Miles coming to town. That was one of his uh, famous phrases from uh, his OSU days. <laughs> uh, he caught on to that when I asked for questions. I told fans to letter rip. Uh, but Justin says the offense, I didn't even catch that. the offense has been huddling a lot more in the past two games, and we've run much fewer plays on offense in these two games, in those two games, this appears to help our defense be more rested and effective when they play. Is this by design, and will we see more of this? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I think this is something that's going to continue. I think that they feel really comfortable with how Spencer Sanders is handling it. Uh, it's definitely a change because I, I mean we haven't seen them huddle in uh we didn't know they knew how to huddle yeah exactly there had to be like a 15 minute period of practice that they just all gathered up and said okay this guys this is what a huddle is. you stand here you stand here exactly spencer you're here yeah and you gotta say this talk to everybody yeah you don't have to to make any no hand signals you just you just speak it's okay chuba you stand back here you just (laughs) have to stop right here yeah after they come out of the huddle everybody everybody receivers you gotta run out first (laughs) yeah Yeah. all that's all All that stuff ready break yes exactly So uh, yes, I think that they uh, they really like it. I think they're going to continue to do some no huddle stuff at times, mm-hmm. uh, but I I think they like the uh, the communication aspect of it and uh, and where things are going with that. They do like uh, slowing down the pace a little bit. You know, here's the thing: even even when you're huddling, if you don't sub, the defense still 
well, they can sub, but they uh, they they don't. Yeah, they don't because yeah. they because you can come out of the huddle mm-hmm. and run a play quickly, yeah. and you can catch them with a, a guy not off the yeah. field or a guy not in position yet. Uh, so if you don't sub, you can still run a version of of an up tempo offense yeah. and and do some things to to keep uh, keep the defense off balance. I, and I think I still think they're going to keep some no huddle. I, I as think well. he brought up a good point with the defense. I think that's helping the defense. The defense yeah. is playing a lot more plays, but right. they're getting this extra time as the drives maybe take a little longer. Yeah. It's been ridiculous how uh, outweighed the offensive play snaps yes. versus defense. But the play time possession been. hasn't been outweighed because of right. this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, what is it? Uh, Iowa State and TCU both ran over eighty-five mm-hmm. plays a game. OSU ran around fifty-five, and each OSU's time. been right around fifty-five. So it's been uh, it's been very interesting to uh, to see that development. Angel says it another, seems another loyal. That's exactly right. Angel is another question. Uh, another. Reliable, uh, reliable question asker. It seems the offensive line under Coach Dickey has really taken off from opening huge holes for our running game to excellent pass protection to having players ready to step up and step in for an injured player. Truly, are our unsung heroes? Thoughts? Uh, I, I, I'm, I've been especially impressed with how they've handled the injuries. Yes, that's probably the biggest thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, Rye Schneider obviously is a jack of all trades, ready mm-hmm. to go. Hunter Anthony has progressed enough that they're comfortable throwing him out there when they need to. Um, then you got guys like Bryce Bray and Dylan Galloway playing through injuries yeah. and yeah. playing well that you don't even notice that they're really out there yeah. or having issues. Yeah, um, that's a good sign. They have depth, and Gundy talked about that earlier in the year with us. That you know they've got guys now. They've got guys coming in the future. That mm-hmm. and they got guys that are redshirt this year that aren't even playing. You know they got guys coming in the future that they're building this to where they have a a steady line of offensive linemen, and that's that's yeah. really been really impressive. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you think about it. Um, Ry Schneider, a backup who has mm-hmm. played two different positions this season. Hunter Anthony, a backup and a redshirt freshman who has played two different positions this season. Bryce Bryce Bray is a starter, but also a redshirt freshman mm-hmm. who has started games at three different positions. Yeah. Um, Tevin Jenkins has played both tackle spots, which is uh, not new for him. He did that last year, some as well. But um, so many guys that have had a, even Johnny Wilson's had had one it's game a, where a, he, he played two positions yeah, already. Too. Yeah, yeah, he had the, the one game where he moved over to guard. So uh, it's pretty crazy to look at what these guys have done and being able to move around uh, obviously they've they've had their moments of struggle and they yeah. you know uh, Texas Tech was uh, was obviously a, a bad day for them they they struggled to keep Sanders clean and uh, that led to some of the some of the turnovers or at least uh, put Sanders in a rough position for some of them so um, that was uh, that was a bad day but other than that they've been really solid and you you can't argue with what they've done for Chuba Hubbard at all no, not at all. I mean, he he would give them his Heisman Trophy probably oh, at this yeah, point. Uh, you know, but uh, you're right. There's no argument there. Chuba behind that offensive line. That's been a pretty great formula. Yeah, absolutely. I don't I don't have the tweet in front of me right now, but he was uh, he was giving them some props. Oh, yeah, they like were he, rib crib the other night. Yeah, it looked like yeah, exactly. I, I had to kind of zoom in. Figure I was like, where are they eating? They're yeah, rib crib. Yeah, well done. I did not yeah. uh, go that in depth to figure out where it was. <laughs> At first, I thought maybe he had cooked for him. We had heard that he was doing some cooking oh, earlier yeah. this year. That's true. Whenever uh, Eamon and uh, and Devin Harper were uh, were casted up and, yeah. and couldn't cook, he was he was the mate around the house. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so. I thought maybe he'd cook for him. I don't but, know. He, uh, he that's that's a lot of food to cook for. Yeah, that would be. That would be it a might lot be cheaper to go buy rib crib than it is to. Yeah, maybe it's like maybe it might have been all you can eat ribs night or something. I don't right. know. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Hmm. 
Um, and th- not a not a question, but another interesting thing I saw from uh, from Twitter. Not sure if uh, if you noticed this, but uh, all the way from California, f- for future OSU quarterback Shane Illingworth. Oh, yeah. Getting involved in the Bryce Thompson yes, recruiting, yeah, I saw that. I, I I retweeted that and I thought, okay, here we go. Like they're you know, um, they're they're really showing Bryce Thompson some love right yeah, now. Absolutely, he said, uh, "You see the support, bro. Come join the fam." Yeah. So that was uh, that was that pretty was good. Funny. I uh, I enjoyed that. So even Tracy Moore was getting involved. Yeah, yeah. So so uh, it's 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 good stuff. I, I, I space for a second. You said Tracy Moore. I thought Tracy Morgan, and I was like, oh. "What's Tracy Morgan?" <laughs> I was like, "This is odd." No, no, no. Uh, Tracy no. Moore, former yes. receiver. Yes, uh, the Union Star and yes. uh, and and former receiver. Um, but yeah, so uh, that's uh, that's a whole different deal. Uh, I'll ask you just really quickly. Is my own question? Is there another domino going to fall? We've talked about the dominoes. I think the domino so. effect of, um, uh, of all of this. I think there's going to be another one possibly before Bryce. Yeah. And then I think Bryce is still the domino that might be just split just a little too far when the dominoes fall right, and yeah. might miss uh-huh. it, it might yeah. catch it and he might wobble. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know what's going to happen with Bryce. He's a lot, he's a lot in wild. play. A lot in play. Yeah. Wild card. That's a good that's yeah. a good definition for him. So, we'll see we'll see what happens. But we'll keep bringing you all the information. Feel free to ask any basketball questions as well whenever we jump in the mailbag. That's uh, absolutely. I'm getting, pretty, I'm getting pretty hooked into basketball here, yeah. so feel free to ask away. It's absolutely on the board. Um, so fire away with those. We'll have uh, another mailbag segment a week from now. So uh, so be sure to jump in with those with your questions for that at Twitter. Uh, Scott Wright, okay. Jacob is at Jacob Unruh. Email is always welcome, and uh, we will get to all of your questions in next week's mailbag. We thank you very much for joining us here on the Cowboy Chronicles podcast, brought to you by Zaxby's. Satisfy your craving for hand-breaded chicken and fresh-made salads. Stop by your neighborhood Zaxby's today or order online at zaxby's.com forward slash podcast.